When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What is up? What's happening, everybody? Welcome into the 132nd episode of the Uptempo Podcast. What an episode we have for you tonight. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight we're welcoming in our good buddy Dustin Smith. Can't wait to have him back on. And man, the Auburn Tigers. What is going on in Auburn right now? Whew, man, a lot to talk about. D. Finley, TJ's dad, hopping on the Locked On Auburn podcast, and he expresses himself there, gives his thoughts, emotions, feelings on that podcast, and he lets it all out. So we're going to get Dustin's thoughts on that. Then we're going to move on to the Zach Calzada news that broke today. Zach Calzada sitting out the rest of the 2022 season with a medical red shirt. Uh, get well soon, Zach. We're praying for you, man. Hope you can get back to 100% and get back to the Auburn Tigers football team, man. And then we're going to move on for the third and final segment, and we're going to talk about Robbie Ashford, the Missouri Tigers. Do we even see Holden Garner? We're going to get Dustin's thoughts on that. So I think we got a jam-packed episode for you. Can't wait. We're going to hop right in here, kick it over to the Belly Up Sports Network, and then we're going to get after it. War damn eagle, everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and tonight we're welcomed by Dustin Smith. Man, here to talk some Auburn football. A lot of stuff's been going down, man. Uh, we're excited to have you, and how you been doing today? Been a long day, brother. Uh, <laughs> just got home from work not 30 minutes ago, one of the nice little 10, 11-hour days. But I'm blessed, man. I'm breathing. Um, good, you know, everything's good over here, buddy. I heard that, man. Uh, what an eventful day. For the Auburn Tigers, Dustin. A lot, a lot of stuff has went down on social media. I just feel like it was one thing after another today. And I want to start with 
uh, D. Finley going on the Locked On Auburn podcast with Zach Blackerby. And uh, and D, D let it all out, man. He, he, he let all of it out. He didn't hold back. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that entire interview and, and just uh, everything that he said, man. What was your feelings on it? Well, first off, I want to just kind of set the stage. I'm not, I'm not a father. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have children. So the only thing that I have to go off of is the way that uh, my parents treated me. And uh, I know that, you know, my dad's come to my defense several times, even when I was in the wrong, because he's my father and he's defending his son. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I respect that. 100 percent um i also played a lot of sports growing up and even in youth sports because i never played past the high school level um my dad let my coaches coach now we didn't always agree with what was going on uh, especially like freshman year in football when it's the third and 18 and we run the fullback dive and lose the game by six and the db does cover me cheats inside seven yards um, but you know, it's just my, my dad's thing was always you let the coaches coach. So again, I can't act like I, I don't know how I would act if my son was the quarterback of a big SEC team mm-hmm. and was taking criticism that me and you touched on the other night, quite frankly, it's unfair. And this will cover when we later on, when we get into Zach or anybody on this team, um, I've just taken a step back and I've decided that this year, barring something where you can clearly point at somebody and say they're not getting effort or, you know, something off the field. But just as far as play, man, I'm right now, I'm really struggling to even to even analyze these kids or give them a grade or anything just because I know how much work they put into it and I don't feel like they're being put in the right position. So I would just. I would feel unfair to sit there and, and talk to say anything about TJ Finley mm-hmm. because it's like, what do you want him to do? Hike the ball, get the ball hiked to him, put it down, run up to the line of scrimmage, block somebody real quick, and then run back and grab the ball and throw it and hope to God that the receiver runs the right route or whatever. Like, there's just so much that's going into it. Mm-hmm. And then if he does all that, is he going to get to play the next play? Um, so there's just a lot of moving parts in that one, man. That's it, it, It's a tough one. Um one thing I am for sure is I don't the people that are coming at Zach Blackerby about doing the interview I just don't agree with that uh, mm-hmm. it's Zach has most likely I don't know the numbers for sure but it looks to me like he has the biggest Auburn podcast Yeah, um, he has a big platform it's a daily you know it's a daily show he's got to put his opinion out there every day and man when you have to make when you're when you're making content um and you're putting something out daily, 365, and you're, you're putting your face and your name to it, like, you're going to take some lumps. And it's not it's not as easy as people think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's like you say something on the podcast, man, you could you could be wrong and look like an idiot, and everybody can come back and say, yada, yada. Like, and none of us are, you know, none of us are experts on it. Like, we don't, we don't know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. And you predicted all of them was going to win last week, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a lot of moving parts for that man. But I, I won't say I don't, you know, I don't blame Zach for what he did. His job is to create content and 
boy, did they get some hits. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it definitely got picked up by other outlets. So, like, he, you know, and I don't think, like, I think in the interview, Zach was fair. I don't think he threw anybody under the bus. Like, he let he let Mr. Finley air out his grievances. And, uh, I mean, as far as the interview goes itself, man, I'm not going to lie and say that I wasn't sitting there listening to it. Going, oh, boy. Mm. That was uh that's not normal, you know. <laughs> you don't you don't normally see that. And I can say that if your starting quarterback's father is going on the biggest podcast for your team and talking about the coaches, your pro- program's probably not in the best of states. Yeah, Dustin and and one thing I, I want to say on this is, like you said, people were coming at Zach, man, and we all know what kind of job Zach does. I mean, he's first class. Uh, he does right. a great job every single day, man. I listen to him on my way to work. When I get to work, I finish up the episode. Uh, every morning, 5 o'clock, man, I'm listening to, to Zach Blackerby. And I heard a lot of people today this shit wouldn't happen at Alabama. This would never go down at Alabama. Like, uh, Alabama would never have their locked on daily podcast guy, uh, bring on a parent to down the program and the coaching staff. Well, I responded to some of those people today, Dustin, and I said, first off, right, in the era of social media, what has Alabama done? They've won, Dustin. They've, they've won. They've dominated college football, Dustin. Dominated it from top to bottom. They're the king of college football, man. So guess what? Dustin was a football club. Hey, guess what, Dustin? It's not going to happen there. You want to know why? Because winning cures everything, Dustin. Yes, sir. Winning cures everything. So, of course, they have a guy there who is the greatest college football coach of all time, and they win. And when they don't have have a year to their standards, guess what? They win ten games. All right, a ten a ten win season is a down year for them. Okay, so rebuilding year exactly. It's a rebuilding year, man. And guess what? You're not gonna have any of that go on. But at Auburn right now, where you have a coach who seems like he's he's packed it up. All right, with some of the stuff that he said to the beat writers and the reporters up there, seems like he's 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 canned it in. All right, you're going to have some stuff like this. I hate to see it for the program, but it's going to happen. There's going to be some controversy uh, down the line. And you know what? As far as as far as D Finley getting on there, man, look, I went back to the I went to the national championship, uh, the Final Four in New Orleans, and it was back in April, obviously. And I sat down in my seat getting ready to watch North Carolina and Kansas, man, and I had an LSU guy sit to my left. My brother was sitting to my right, LSU, two LSU guys sitting to my left. Guy looks at me and he says, man, how you like that TJ Finley guy? And I said, man, I said, I really, you know, I said, I have my I have my questions, I have my doubts, but I really think TJ is going to come along and he, 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 he might make some strides. And he looked at me and he said, well, just wait until his dad gets involved. And I said, oh, oh. Okay, I said, well, you know, what does that mean? He said, just wait. He said, we're from Louisiana. We know. I said, oh, okay, well, you know, I, I, you know, it is what it is. So, my thing with the interview, man, is, is when you're a parent and you go at a coach like this, it just sends bad vibes for everybody, man. 
for everybody, Dustin, not just TJ. It sends terrible vibes to, to TJ, in my opinion. Um, because now when TJ does come back from injury, what's the relationship going to be like with Harson and TJ? Like, like your dad was throwing shots at me, bro. Like, what, you know, I, I don't. I don't know, like, it's it's high school, it's high school drama. It's high school drama. And then, were you pointing out, you, you, you were pointing out TJ and, and how he was getting taken off the field every other play after a great drive, but then you started going into other players. And this guy ran the wrong route, and... TJ only threw the interception because a guy came free and a guy ran the wrong route and he got hit and all this. And I'm like, all right, well, now you're starting to slide into downing other players. Even though he said, well, I'm not going to name anybody's name. Buddy, we know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Like, I mean, you don't have to I name names. I can look at the play. I can see the receiver that yeah. ran the wrong route. I mean, it's just not hard. Yeah, like, I know who you're talking about, bro. Like, you don't have to I name names. I the room. Yeah, and then and then he goes on and, and Zach asks him like, "Hey, you know, TJ stayed at Auburn, and there was a video. There was some videos posted to Twitter, and this guy's working and everything. And he said your son never did that. Like he stayed the course. Like we know who you're talking about. Like why are like right. that was my only thing that is why are we starting to now? You're starting to blame other people, and it's not your son's fault. All right." Okay, look, we we know Dustin. Like, it wasn't TJ's fault we lost to Penn State by twenty nine points, but you do have to take some of the blame. He hasn't been perfect either. He hasn't been perfect, man. He hasn't. So, I just feel like now is the locker room blown up, Dustin? And like, like, how are these guys feeling? Because now I see on Twitter a while ago, uh, Tank Bigsby gifts the teams with he gifts the team uh, Beats by Dre headphones, but. Is that going to save the locker room? A pair of headphones? Like, like, how, how are you feeling about this locker room right now, man? Because I'm confused. Like, I just, it just seems like it's it's just blown up, man. It seems like a dumpster fire. Yeah. No. You know, I uh, I was on another network last night. Uh, shout out to my boy Kyle Loomis at E2C, mm-hmm. and uh, every Wednesday night he kind of has like a it's like an open live stream. And I call in often, and uh, there's obviously a lot of people that just see no wrong in the situation. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I just asked questions. I made no points. I just asked questions. Things like, what is our offense on identity? You know, what is our identity on offense that you all see? Things like that. Um, am, I overre- am I overreacting to the lack of recruiting? And, and I just asked questions. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I didn't get anything back, you know. I had a lot of people just saying, "Yeah, man, I got nothing for you." But I'm, I got people telling us, "Yeah, it's just I won't get into all that." But because mm-hmm. um, we're all raised different, man. Well, uh, I'll try, I'll leave that alone. But <laughs> <laughs> I just I struggle I, I struggle with people that um, because I try to understand everybody's viewpoint, and you know. If you're a mom of three, four, or five kids and you got boys that play sports and all that kind of stuff, then I understand that you're going to be a little more sympathetic than I am. I mm-hmm. just just by nature, just by you're you're a nurturer. You're a, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just genetics, man. 
psychology, you know, psychology, all that kind of stuff. It, it's, uh, and I'm a single male and I was, you know, both my parents raised me hard. Like they, they, their big thing was the world's tough and I'm going to make it tough. And I'm not trying to do my horn nothing. It was like every, everybody's got their flaws. Everybody's got their, their good. So I just struggle personally with people that just have blinders on and act like nothing's nothing. So I just asked them questions and y'all, you know, you can tell me where I'm wrong kind of thing. And I didn't really get any, any pushback. I just got a lot of people just kind of nodding saying, yeah, man, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, golly, this is just such a mess, buddy. I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say the locker room shot. I don't yeah. want to say the locker room shot, Blake. Is everything looks not good, but here's the saving grace for this team. You got nine games left. Harson's still the coach right now. Um, and you guys are still two and one, and you haven't lost a conference game. Mm-hmm. So everything that me and you are talking about doesn't have it, shouldn't have anything to do with that locker room. Now, for Mr. Finley, I think if he wanted to kind of get that message out, because I, I, I think I can understand what message he was trying to send. I think that maybe a five-minute hit with Zach. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It worked a lot better. Mm-hmm. Maybe just a quick, hey, listen, man, my son's trying, okay? And a lot of y'all are just watching the ball. You're just seeing up the, the result of the play. And because the quarterback has the ball in his hands every play, that's where you want to place the blame. Mm-hmm. But there's plenty of blame to go around. And then if you even want to throw in, hey, not too fond of the, of the rotating QBs because TJ can't get in a rhythm. Mm-hmm. That's fine because that's a fair criticism that everyone has noticed. And 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 further on that point, before I forget, um, let me pull it up here. I tweeted something out today when the Zach Calzada and uh, you know the news about his injury and then yeah. TJ's and that it was probably gonna that Holden was gonna see some time this week along with Robbie. Mm-hmm. And I said, "This is what I said. I said my only thoughts on this Auburn football QB situation." If Holden struggles Saturday, I better not see anybody calling him trash. He's in a no-win situation. Support the young man. He was never supposed to be in this position. Yep. Melanie Ashford, Robbie Ashford's mom, liked that tweet. Mm -hmm. And then later down, because you have your people, you know, you have your people, that start coming at me and saying, well, what about TJ? (laughs) What about Robbie? Like, I'm trying to slight them. I've backed TJ several times on podcasts and mm-hmm. private uh, on any, anywhere you can find me. I've, I've never, I haven't come to TJ in any kind of way. Um, and by the way, you'll never catch me talking about somebody as a person, yeah. somebody I don't know. Mm-hmm. I keep it on the field. Um, so somebody commented to me, well, none of them have been set up for the success. They deserve a little support. 
I said 100%. I think we're a talented team. I wish these players could get put in a better position to win. Melanie Asher liked that one as well. Mm-hmm. So that just, you know, kind of tells me when you're looking, as we, we heard, he was loud about his. Uh, Mr. Finley, he doesn't believe that TJ's being put in the right position. Robbie's mom doesn't believe that he's being put in the right position. Mm-hmm. And everybody that's analyzing this quarterback situation and this rotation and what all's happening with it doesn't feel like either young man is being put in the right position. On top of that, you put back there that we don't have a single proven receiver. We're not giving any receivers a chance to prove themselves and get established. And we all see what the situation on the offensive line is. You've neglected it in recruiting for three, four years. This is the result of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard to it's just hard to look at the quarterback if you understand that football is the ultimate team sport and put all the blame on him. So it's it's uh it's just a real a real frustrating thing. And like I said, I just think that if if TJ's dad would have came on there real quick, pointed out a few things and then and then owned some response and then said, Hey, but TJ hasn't been perfect either. Yep. And then and then got in and got out. I think yep. that would have been received a lot better than a half hour interview. Um where he kinda just got to the point where he, he was kinda talking, saying the same things and eventually said too much. Yeah, and that's, it's not, I don't see how it can help the team. Uh, I, I don't see any benefit it, ha- it has to the program. I don't know if it'll be a big deal either. They can, man, you go and, and handle your business. And none of this crap matters, dude. Win the game. Yeah, Dustin, and and that that was my thing. Is it's not good for anybody. It's not good for either side. But Saturday is a new day. Uh, you go out there Saturday, and you hang a few on Missouri, and and you get a little momentum. And then the the following week you got LSU at home, and you, you hang a few on LSU and you get that dub, and then hey you're four and one going into Athens, okay? So right. there there is a chance to salvage the season here, like you are saying. Uh, there's a lot of shit that's going on though, man. And like one thing I wanted to ask you, moving on in, into our second segment, man, is is Zach Calzada announced they announced today that he is out for the rest of the year. With the shoulder injury, he's going to undergo surgery, and he will be back. Justin Hokinson reported that he will be back next year to compete for the starting job in the spring. And, Dustin, I wanted to ask you, man, we know Harson got asked in the in the presser about Calzada's injury. Was he healthy? And he said, do you know something that I don't? And he said it with the smirky, uh, smart-ass tone and – that it kind of rubbed people the wrong way, man, and like that—that that is where I'm to the point where like you're not doing yourself any favors, dog. Like people are already against you because they feel that right. you, like you think we're a certain type of way, and you're talking down to us, and like the people that are probably in your corner the most, you're being a smartass to them. And like, like, what are you doing? Are you trying to get fired? Are are you like like I'm not even worried about the withholding the the Calzada injury because that's fine. If you don't want to say it, then don't say it. But don't be a smartass about it. Don't yeah. don't like that's the wrong way to go to the people who sit in this room and actually support you. That was my whole thing. Is like, and then to basically like. I don't know, man. To basically tell people these last couple of weeks that that he was completely okay and he was practicing and he was competing, and then 
like you you basically had people on Twitter like bashing him. You had people bashing Zach, man, because they were like, "Oh, this dude's garbage." Like he come from Texas A&M and he can't even beat out Robbie and TJ. Like he's garbage, dog. Like I mean, what a waste of a transfer uh, transfer portal guy, you know. And that was my biggest thing is like maybe just come out and say, "Look, he's dealing with something." And there's a reason why he's third string, okay? But like, yeah, you protect him. Yeah, yeah, protect him. Instead, you were making it seem like he was just absolute garbage, and he was yeah, third string. Like, well, they're all competing, so you're making it seem like it's yeah. an even competition, and he's healthy, and that he's just not winning the competition. When in reality, he has to have, have surgery is going to end him for the season. Like, obviously, there's something going on. Exactly, dude. And that, that's what I wanted to ask you is like, like, why do this if you're Harson? Why? Like, what what is what is your what is your end goal here, Dustin? Like. I don't, I really, man, I mean, the more, like, the, the press conference baffled me at the time, um, and now with a couple of revelations that have come out today, it just baffles me further, and, again, this one press conference, you know, and however highly unlikely this is, if Brian Harson wins his next three games... This press conference will be so long gone. I mean, think <laughs> think about how fast Auburn news has moved this week, man. Like the press conference today, we got pushed down to like being the fourth or fifth story. Yeah, like it, that's old old news. You know what I'm saying? Like, so man, you three weeks. Who knows? Uh, so it, again, if you just do your job, and, and Mike G pointed this out um, from War Report that in 2003, the guy started off 0 and 2. And then Tubber a little fire in their ass all week. Mm-hmm. And they came out and still, you know, when you start the season number six, it was preseason ball to crap. But that team was so talented they shouldn't have finished eight and five. But they started they started 0 and 2 and were able to come away with the season with eight wins and we know what they did next year. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of noise on Tubbs at that time, but he was 0 and 2. Uh, you know. And so and that's not that's not like a something where I'm not that's not a no, I'm, start, I'm struggling to phrase it, but it's just one of the things where you can't really draw back on that and say, okay, well, you know, it happened once, but again, it's happened, like, that's what horses are going to have to do, but man, it's, it's just baffling because, dude, like, you, you got to know that the heat is on, you just got beat down at home. Mm-hmm. And you're still acting like the smartest guy in the room. And you are. Like, as far as football goes, yes, dude. You put a fan in the film room with you or you put a, a, one of these beat writers in there. We all know that your football acumen is way better than ours. I mean, come on. Let's not be idiotic here. Yeah. We understand that. Yep. But don't talk to us like we don't have or, – or I say us. But, because, but again, like I said the other night, the reporters – are, are doing this for the, they're giving out information for the fans. I mean, they're writing the articles, they're doing the podcast, all this stuff is for the fans. Yep. Um, so you're speaking to the fans one way or the other. Don't act like people don't have eyes. You can't say that you had to go away from handing and tank the ball in the second quarter because you got down by seven unless you had to pass. <laughs> the score was 14 to six at halftime, dude. Mm-hmm. One possession is not enough to abandon the run. So you're insulting us. You're insulting the reporters because those guys know Zach's hurt. I'm not an insider. 
I heard a month ago Zach got hurt in a fall camp and that his shoulder popped out of place. Mm-hmm. So those guys really know they're there. They have real sources. So why are you talking to him like it's an idiotic question? It was just such a weird, it was so strange to be just that standoffish. And like, you got to work with those guys. And I want, so you want them to, you got to be somewhat friendly. And I'm no, I'm no big fan of the media, but look, dude, the political media is a lot different than the Auburn beat. Mm-hmm. For the most part, you know, like this is not CNN trying to spin some narrative on you. Yeah. And you got clowns like Joseph Goodman, for mm-hmm. sure. But for the most part, man, like those guys in there are pro Auburn. Like Lindsey Crosby wrote his story. Yeah. And people are, or people are jumping on Lindsey Crosby. I saw one guy said, how much money did Tuscaloosa have to send you to write this article? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Lindsey Crosby? For telling the truth. You just don't know what you're talking about. He didn't want to write that article. Mm-hmm. People, I mean, so it's just strange. It was just, it's just so weird. And then for like, it obviously, and he acted like TJ was fine. And then since that press conference, both those guys have been ruled out. Um, so yeah, man, it, the whole thing just, it just looks even more bizarre now. And I, I, I hope he would want to take that one back. Like, you know, uh, hey, man, I probably wouldn't do the best either standing up there on the podium. And so, like, I'm not trying to disparage the man, Brian Harson, mm-hmm. but just the way that he the, he's doing some of these things, dude, it's not, it's not clicking. And you got to understand where you're at, man. You're in Alabama. This isn't, this isn't Boise, Idaho. Mm-hmm. People are not used to to this standoffish kind of talking down I'm the smarter one I'm the coach you know and it dude that's not that's not the approach down here man you need a bit of a little more humility a little more hospitality mm. and you have to understand this is the SEC you can say whatever corny punchline you want it means more or whatever the the rabid the rabidness of this and there's good and bad to it but like sometimes people go over I mean you have your RV updikes. But that passion <laughs> is what puts ninety thousand people in the seats. Mm-hmm. So it is a little crazy. We've all seen the War Eagle Roll Tide documentary. It's a little much mm-hmm. for sure. It's a little it's a little crazy, man. Um but it's not that fun without that crazy. It doesn't mean that much without that crazy. So it's part of it. It's part of what feeds the beast. And if you're going to take the Auburn job, you have to understand that that's part of it. You cannot tell Auburn fans. Okay, my when I my, I grew up on stories of Cribs mm-hmm. and Bo Jackson and Lionel James. Mm-hmm. I grew up on those stories. And then as I was growing up, I watched Cadillac and Ronnie and Trey Smith. I watched these guys, Rudy Johnson. I watched them. Mm-hmm. So I know, we all know what running the football is. Running the football is Auburn. So when you come in and tell us fourth and goal, fourth and one mindset, I've got a fourth and one mindset, fourth and one mindset. I assume, because I'm an Auburn fan, and there's a statue of Bo Jackson outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I assume that means turn around and hand the ball to number four and get a yard. That's what I thought it meant. Now, 20 months in, it actually means a deep fade. <laughs> but don't try, but don't try to insult us, man. Like, don't try to insult... Yeah. We, we, listen, we don't know football like Brian Harson, but we're smart enough to know what's working and what's not. So, just... And, and, and one more point, because it goes back to TJ's dad. Mm-hmm. You know, it ties into the Zach thing with the injury. That's another good point that TJ that And again, I wasn't a big fan of the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing he did point out was he kind of acted in the press conference like TJ didn't get hurt in the game. So by acting like that, everyone kind of assumed that you just benched him. Yeah. But he didn't get benched. He, he, we found out that he already had another shoulder injury that he was getting treated for. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I'm fine with you not disclosing. I'm fine with Penn State not knowing that. If I was Harson, I would try to keep all that under wraps the best I could. Mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with that. But then he hurts the other one, which we like. I was sitting right there. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Uh, where that happened, and then I'm like, okay, well, I clearly see you laboring. Um... It just sets, it just makes it look like TJ got benched. And that's the same thing we talked about a minute ago with Zach. You're not protecting him in the media. Hey, mm-hmm. TJ got banged up. We had to go with Robbie. That's all it takes. Yeah. That's all you got to say. And you protect TJ. And, you know, you're not, I, I just don't understand the condescending talking down. I don't understand that route. Yeah, Dustin, and, and that's kind of like when people asked him about Calzada, they were like, uh, did you think about putting him in the game Saturday against Penn State? And he was like, well, we talked about it, you know, but we ultimately just decided on Robbie. Okay, well now, what, four days later, five days later, uh, he's out for the season, and I think that's why there was a big pushback on Twitter because you just said that Saturday you thought about playing him. You just said Saturday. Yeah, I reported that he got a third of the reps last week with the ones. Yeah, and now all of a sudden he's out for the season. So, of course, everybody's going to hop on Twitter, and they're going to be like, well, you're a liar, all right? And and they're going to come at you because they're like, you've been telling us this shit, and now you're telling us that he's out for the year? Like, come, <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, you're, you're, you're not – something's not clicking. Something's not clicking. And th- that was my biggest thing is I was like, you know – I don't know how to take any of this because 
one minute you're telling me this, then the next minute this is happening, and then the next minute you're telling me this, and I'm just I'm lost. I don't I don't I don't know what's going on. I this this program and and you know hey I look look dude Dustin I put on Twitter today hashtag firehorsing all right because. I'm just tired of this, man. And I mentioned this. I mentioned this to you earlier that we're the laughing stock, man. Right now, we are the laughing stock of the conference. And like I keep telling people, you keep throwing out, "Oh, well, we're not, uh, we're not uh, Vanderbilt or Missouri, bro." There's people on Twitter from Vanderbilt, Missouri, that are making fun of us. Uh, there's people, uh, Ole Miss fans, Mississippi State fans. They're making fun of us. Like they're literally laughing at Auburn, saying, "Ha, y'all are a dumpster fire." Like there's no way Auburn football should be that bad. It should never come to that where those schools are laughing at you. And like I got into it with a guy, and he was telling me, you know, he said Blake, but Auburn's not. They're not the laughing stock. Like. Texas A&M is the laughing stock right now. I said, oh, Texas A&M, really? I was like, because I just checked. They just pulled in the number one recruiting class in the country. He said, yeah, but they lost to App State. And I said, okay, well, do you want to know what App State would do to Auburn right now? It wouldn't be nice. It wouldn't be nice, brother. App State would beat us by two scores. Maybe maybe, maybe 17. You know, I, I, I don't know, man, but, but it wouldn't be fun, okay? I'm telling you, App State – um, you want to make that comparison with A and M and all that? Get out of here, dude! Like A and M just bounced back and beat a beat a pretty dang good Miami team. So, yeah, you know, sure. so uh, I, I'm gonna say that Auburn and I and I hate to say that that Auburn is the laughing stock, but it hurts, man. It hurts, and and I don't feel good about it because I love the university, I love the kids on the team, I back them, and I just want us to freaking win, dude. Like that that's what we play in the stadium is just win, baby, win. And that's all I want, Dustin. That's all I want, man. And, you know, I, man, it hurts. It hurts. Like like you said, man, uh, three games going on our fourth game into the season and we're having to do this shit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you wait, you wait the whole summer and then you're already like, okay, basketball tipped off yet? Man, um, then you know, I, I put that on Facebook the other day, man. I said, "Look, I'm so ready for basketball." I mean, my profile pictured Bruce Pearl and everything. You know, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm just, I'm so ready to get there, man. Neville Arena, like uh, Bruce, you know, the campsite outside and everybody, the students, uh, you know, Bruce handing out pizza and all that stuff, man. I mean, I'm just ready for that atmosphere at this point, but. Dustin, man, I, I wanted to move into this third segment, man, and I wanted to talk about the Missouri Tigers, and apparently there is reports that Holden Garner will see some time Saturday. Uh, it was a shock to me because, like I, I put on Twitter earlier today, I said, I really don't want to see Holden go out there with the way this offensive line played last week against Penn State because I don't want Holden to go out there and struggle and then this fan base go, well, you know, Dustin, he wasn't the guy. They hyped him up all summer long, all fall practice. He just wasn't the guy. He wasn't what they told us on 247 or on three or rivals. And, and you know, it's just here we go again, another circus show. And I didn't want that to happen. But apparently he's going to see some time. Robbie's going to start. 
do you expect a rotating quarterback system, or do you do you expect Robbie to get the go and then just maybe uh, you know see Holden here or there? What's what's going to happen, Dustin? My uh, up until this point, buddy, I have to just um, have to go off what I've seen, um, not what I hope for. So I would, from from based off what I've seen, um, I would assume that Robbie's going to start, mm-hmm. and then. Maybe three or four plays here will come hold him. And I guess not the way I would do it. I'm just what I've seen. Uh, they'll probably split the snaps about 50 50 and they'll alternate two or three times every drive. Jesus. I mean, I just have to go off what I've seen, man. Oh, man. Look, Dustin, the, the rotating quarterbacks, man, I don't get it. Like, I don't think anybody does. I, I don't, man. You gotta let a guy. We've been saying this since week one, Dustin. You gotta let a guy get a rhythm and get it going, man. Because look, we saw it the other day when you let Robbie stay in there. He got a rhythm. All right, he got in there. You got him some quick, easy throws, and he he led you on a touchdown drive, and uh, it looked pretty damn good. So you got to let a guy get a rhythm, man. You got to get him, get him in there, get him confident, quick, DJ easy throws. Second half of San Jose State, yeah, yeah. You let him get in a rhythm. So that's my thing, man. I'm just uh, mm. with Robbie in there, man. Now um, Missouri, I mean, even with Holden, but Missouri's going to stack the box just like Penn State did, all right? And they're going to make you. Throw the football to beat them. I mean, any defensive coordinator is probably going to do yeah. that to Auburn this year. They're probably going to play a lot of man because they're going to say, hey, your receivers, you can't beat our DBs. All right? So we're going to play a lot of man coverage. We're going to put eight in the box, and we're going to see what happens. We're going to force you to throw the football to beat us. And we're going to take away Jarquez and Tank. And I think that's what's going to happen Saturday is I don't know how Auburn's going to manufacture points, Dustin. I mean, do you? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I have no idea what to do. You know, I'm going to sit down I'm at lost. 11 o'clock. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to pull for Auburn. I'm going to open my Bible to Psalms and – Pray that Holden Garner stays healthy. That's my thing, man. Is like that's why I, you know, and what you said earlier. Like I didn't, I didn't want it to come to this because I didn't want him to get thrown into the fire. Because look, I'll be honest with you, I felt like Bo Nix got thrown into the fire, man. Like when we were talking at Plainsman the other day, I felt like Bo got thrown to the fire, and it was, hey, you're the freshman, you're the five star. Let's see what you got. All right, and then you had you had this. Yeah, and 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 you get in there and you have a ridiculous schedule. You have to go to the swamp. You started with Oregon, and uh, you know you throw some picks here and there. And then what do you know? The fan base is this guy ain't what we thought he was, you know. And I just don't want to see that with Holden, man. I really don't, Dustin. No, I don't. I don't want to see any of these kids put in a position to be unsuccessful. Um, and I feel like Holden is going to be put in that position Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just – the offensive line is what it is. I know those guys work really hard. Um, but the results are just not there. And I 
that's pretty much, I mean, honestly, man, I have such a hard time even gauging the wide receivers. Uh, I just have a hard time looking at the whole offense because they're not allowed to get in a rhythm. The quarter, you have to find a quarterback. You mentioned before, I man, you need you need to know the guy in the huddle. Like, you need to hear that voice. You need to know that yeah. cadence. You, it's just, there's so much chemistry that's involved in building this and it's the big like it's the most team sport like in basketball man you can get one player that can flip the whole script in baseball you get one or two dominant pitchers really dominant pitchers and you're going to go far if they stay healthy um in football man like dude everybody everybody one through 11 you've got to do your job mm-hmm. and or it doesn't work and usually if somebody doesn't do their job the quarterback is the one that's hung out to try. Mm-hmm. And that's been the case with Robbie. That's been the case with TJ. Um, that was the case, like, you know, like you said, back with Bo. And a real a real quick thing on that, man, can you imagine? Can you imagine? If we would have started Malik Willis, ran the offense we ran, with Nick Marshall, with Malik, mm-hmm. and let that at time of possession, running the ball. I know it still would have been up-tempo, but, like, you're still running the ball. Um, running the ball, wearing the defense out, and then that's one of the best Auburn defenses in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, man, that, you know, that definitely, that, I think that's the route there over breaking into true freshman. And like you said, man, Bo goes to the Swamp, he goes to LSU, and he's just not ready for the moment. He struggles. Um, and now you're talking about putting Holden in a situation where he's just not going to have a whole lot of help from anybody. And I don't trust the scheme or the play calling to help him out either. So, uh, yeah, I just – I really hope that everyone is aware of that on Saturday if he goes out there and doesn't look great. Mm. Man. Well, Dustin, we've come to it, man. Uh, wrapping things up before we get out of here. 11 a.m. kick against the Missouri Tigers. The Auburn Tigers are favored by seven at home. Dustin, I need a score prediction, man. Who you got in this one? Oh, buddy. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, Missouri is the SEC team that I know the least about. Uh, I'm never going to understand why those guys are even in this conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. But we're in a time now where Oklahoma and Oklahoma State aren't about to play anymore. So what's tradition anyway? Um, but I don't know anything about Mizzou. I really don't. I know that after what we put on film Saturday, if we're still the favorite, people must not think too highly of Mizzou. And, you know, I know that, man, there's just been so much noise. This whole week has been so much noise. But, uh, you know, the press conference, it doesn't have to affect what's on the field. Mm-hmm. The uh, the recruiting story, yeah, it does, and, and I'll, speak, I'll speak on that real quick. Um, I don't have to read an article to know what's going on in recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know, I pay for this. I pay the subscriptions. I follow the guys. Uh, they all do a great job. And I didn't need that story to come out to be some big revelation of that 
we're struggling in recruiting and mm-hmm. some of the reasons as to why we're struggling in recruiting. That stuff's been out there for a while now. So I'm not even really going to get into that. I'll just tell people, listen, that man, if you don't agree with that, because there are, I, 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 um, I definitely have some pushback on that. Believe it or not, I've had, that's the one thing I've had the most pushback on this last, this last couple of days is people feel like Harson is doing a good job in recruiting. Mm. So if you believe that, um, go look at the stuff and then you can get back to me on social media or whatever and show me, show me where I'm wrong. Uh, so I don't, I'm not even like, uh, that story to me was like, I was like, okay, I already know this. Um, if Auburn is anywhere outside of the top five or six in the SEC in recruiting, I know that someone's dropping the ball and it's not Jimmy Rain. Mm. Uh, but I was sorry, I kind of went off on that. No, one. you're but good, man. I got uh, something to say about man, it. I'm going Auburn fan, dude. I'm always going to go Auburn <laughs> fan. Uh, now I wouldn't if we were playing Georgia, you know. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be wearing the Auburn goggles then. But it's Auburn's still the more talented team. Um, and this is. I mean, last week with do or die, we talked about that. But this week is it, right? I mean, yeah. this week is it. It. I mean, yeah. this is as much. This is the, as big as the most much win. You know, in week four, <laughs> you're already there. Unfortunately. But they don't have a choice to keep mm. the locker room together. Yeah, you can only imagine the next 24 hours and what it would be like if we lose this game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We just can't afford to do it. Now, I would have thought that being predicted last in the SEC West would have been the kick in the ass that was needed. I would have thought that everything that went on this summer would have been the kick in the ass that was needed. Mm-hmm. Apparently it wasn't. So, this is it. If you're not ready to come out there after the crap that you put on last week and really the week before, if these guys don't come out there, I don't want to hear anything, Blake. Don't you give me anything about an 11 o'clock. I don't want to see another player tweet out, y'all so toxic. We're toxic. We're toxic. <laughs> Buddy, I was there Saturday. Mm. I was losing my voice in the in the first quarter. If mm. the game would have kept up, I probably wouldn't be able to talk this week on these podcasts. That's a fact. Toxic? No. The Iron Bowl last year. We're 6-5, and five, playing a one-loss Alabama. The crowd kept the team in the game the whole time. Yep. So... And my problem also with that is if we were to beat Penn State Saturday and the atmosphere would have remained for four quarters what it was for the first, then every player would have been talking about how we're the best fans in the country. Yep. And we just had a whole off season where everyone was saying this is the toughest place to play. And Twitter is not reality. So because you see some stuff on Twitter, man, the stadium is packed out and it's cheering for you guys. And I got news. I got news. I'm not going to end the player, you know, but like that, that one really rubbed me the wrong way because parking was $40. Mm. The gas to get up there is outrageous. I don't live in Alabama. Mm. The tickets are outrageous. The orange shirt was $40. Mm. The drinks are ridiculous. 
Like, mm. some of us don't like being in, in big, large crowds with all this kind of stuff going on. There's just a lot of things that go into play. But people go through all that time, spend all that money to come support you guys. So, I don't want to hear anything about toxic, and I don't, and, I, and you don't need to worry about it. Nobody mm. in that locker room needs to worry about the fans. They don't need to worry about anybody's dad on a podcast. Mm. They need to worry about stories that come out in the athletic. None of that. You're trying to go to the league, right? At the very least, this is your last. This is your last time playing football. Mm-hmm. So, it there's there shouldn't be any struggle to find motivation here. This is it. So show up. Play like you're the Auburn Tigers. Play like you're playing at home. And hit a team that you're better than in the mouth. Mm-hmm. If you don't hand the ball to Tank 25, 30 times, and I don't care if he's getting, I don't care if he's getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage anymore. I don't. Mm-hmm. Just give him the ball again, man. Because mm-hmm. he's your best opportunity. So, like, and, and, man, maybe quit giving it to him on, like, every first down. Like, let's switch Ooh, it up a little bit. Man. First two I plays. the play call on first down, buddy. Yeah, first two plays out of the half, Dustin. Run, run. All right? Like, Penn State knew exactly what you were doing coming out of halftime. Like, come yeah, on, man. Throw the ball on first down. Switch it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dustin, man, Missouri, uh, the quarterback, Brady Cook, um, I think he's like, I think he's like sixty four, sixty five percent this year. Um, he's their leading rusher, also, I believe. I, I think I heard maybe Zach might have said that. I can't remember, man, but um, I believe he's he's their leading rusher, also. They can't really run the ball. They like to throw the ball. Um, I know they have a an electric. An electric receiver. He's a freshman. I think his name is Luther Burden, I believe. Um, he's a highly touted guy. I think he was a five-star that they got to come out there to Mizzou. And um, they, they've got two or three receivers, actually. And they like to sling it around. Uh, we're, I'm sure we'll see some jet sweeps and everything like that. But uh, defense is subpar, below-average Missouri team, if we're being honest, right? Uh, they played a Kansas State team, got absolutely worked. Uh, about like Auburn did against Penn State. I think the scores were kind of similar, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so when I look at this game, and like I told you, I think Missouri's going to stack the box. They're going to make Auburn throw the football to beat them. Uh, it's clear to see if you watch the Penn State tape. I, I think Missouri should blitz every play, Dustin. I really do. I think, look, <laughs> if I'm Missouri, dog, I'm sending five people. All right, I'm sending six people. Uh, I'm blitzing you to death, okay? Yeah, we got two freshmen out there. I mean, our quarterbacks are freshmen. Like, look, blitz you. Put us under pressure. Exactly, man. Blitz you to death. I'm going to blitz your eyes out, and uh, I'm going to make you throw the football. So I'm going to stack the box, and, and I'm going to make you throw the football and see if you can beat me. And honestly, Dustin, I don't know where Auburn musters the points. I, really, I don't know That's where they – I don't know where Auburn gets the points, man. I really don't like, and and this is a Mizzou team. I know they have missing pieces, like their best running back transferred, Basilac, their quarterback last year, he transferred. 
But Eli Drinkowitz, uh, their head coach, man, like he's an offensive guru and he can put points up. And I feel like if you if you don't if you don't put your foot on the gas early and you don't put some points up and Mizzou gets up, does this Auburn team fold? Like that's what I'm worried about, Dustin. And and the I team is not built to go down by more than two scores and come back. Yep. And and that's my thing, Dustin, is like I want to take Auburn and I want to take Auburn, Dustin, but I don't know where they get the points from. Like, if I do take them, I'm taking them twenty one to to seventeen or, or you know, and the and the defense just saves the day with one hellacious performance and we're constantly in Brady Cook's face and wreaking havoc, and, and uh, our DBs just have, you know, a really, really solid-ass game. But it scares me, man. 11 o'clock kick, like I've been preaching, we know what happened last year with the loss after, you know, uh, the loss to Penn State, and, and it was a scare at home. Do we get that same vibe this year? It's just everything screaming uh, huge, huge uh, letdown game after getting blown out by Penn State, and – I'm scared about it, man. I really am. I'm gonna pick oh, okay, Auburn. Hey, man, I'm, I'm I'm terrified, buddy. Yeah, I'm 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 terrified as well, man. I'm gonna pick Auburn, but like you always say, I'm looking through orange and blue glasses. All right, I got yeah. the goggles on, and and they're three sheets thick. Okay, uh, with this <laughs> pick, mine are busted and they barely fit. At this <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, they're Coke bottle thick, Dustin. That's how far yeah. I'm looking into this, and and I'm gonna say twenty-one seventeen Auburn, but man. I'm scared. I'm scared, Dustin. Yeah, no, me too, buddy. I'll go. Goodness gracious. I'll go 17 to 14 over. Mm. Uh, if you're if you're this Tigers defense, you you could you have to be itching to get out there and redeem what happened Saturday. Mm-hmm. So and. You know, I asked my buddy Kyle last night, uh, do you think this defense, I named the names, you know, Eku, Derek Hall, and then was the whole D-line, Keontae back there. Do you think that these guys, Owen, do you, do you think the talent is matching the production? And like I said, it was a live stream situation, so anybody can comment. I said, anybody watching me comment? Do you think that the defense is, when I name these names, do you think this defense is that bad? And it was unanimous, no. Mm-hmm. No one no one thinks this defense is that bad. Mm-hmm. So if you're this defense, you got to come out. And whew, my boy Jeff Smetic, you need to figure something out. We are three games without a turnover. Mm. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't, I mean, that, that, uh, goodness, dude. And you haven't been close. You're not getting any pressure. You didn't, you didn't pressure Sean Clifford more than five times. You're not <laughs> getting home. You need to draw up some different stuff, man. You keep, you know, there's, there's a saying about banging your head against a wall, you know, expecting a different result, doing the same thing over and over again. It's the definition of insanity. Yep. Okay. So you've got to switch something up. You you gotta make the quarterback feel the heat. I can tell you what it was always a stupid rumor, but the rumor that Jeff Smetting 
called the Iron Bowl over Derek Mason, which is just not how football works. And everybody ever said that's never played a down of football. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we can put that to bed because I'm not seeing any kind of attacking or anything like that. And again, I trust the talent on the team. I think DJ James is he flashed. Uh, I think Keontae's got all the potential in the world. I've seen Owen Papo be good before. I don't know why Owen's coming up high, missing tackles. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he does know better, so part of us on him. But there are times in the game where you forget that Owen's on the field. And I just don't. I have a hard time thinking that that's on Owen. I know his talent. So I'm sure some of it is, you know what I mean? But it's not all execution. Yeah, there's, a, there's execution problems 100%. There are, mm-hmm. coach, there are times when the coaches call good plays and the players don't execute it properly, 100%. But that's not that's not every answer in the press conference. That's not <laughs> all execution. you got to put these boys in the right position, man. Mm-hmm. So defensively, the talent is there. I just refuse to believe. And I'm, I might be stubborn. I'll probably be seven, eight games in the season if the, if the defense is still struggling and just be like, nope, I don't believe it. But... That's just how highly I think of some of those guys, especially on that D-line, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this, uh, like, you you shouldn't struggle. You don't need bulletin board material, you know? Like, quit worrying about what fans say. Mm. Quit getting on Twitter and worrying about what people say on Twitter. Because, you know, there's something that, something that you notice about Twitter. People that talk crazy stuff... They have a fake name and some picture that's not them. It's it's a picture of KD Johnson yelling or something. Yeah. Super Auburn fan seventeen. You're not even willing to put your face and and your name to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So just don't don't feed into that, man. Especially if you're a player on the team, don't feed into that. You should struggle for no motivation this week. So you got to come out and hit somebody in the mouth. You ought to come out really pissed off and you might need to go talk to Butch and the baseball boys because mm. when they were predicted to finish last in the West in a non-contact physical sport they were pissed mm. and they did something about it mm. Dustin good stuff man um, I enjoyed it oh, mm. it hurt to do that episode man it really did um uh, but I enjoyed it, Dustin, man. Before we wrap this one up, I want to give you the opportunity to uh, throw your Twitter handle out there so all my listeners, uh, they can give you a follow. Yes, sir. Um, hey, it's not it's not good times right now, but I firmly believe that there's some positives here. Mm-hmm. Um, one or two things that going to happen this weekend. You go, Well, we, I would say we already know, but... You you find it out. You're getting the answers. Either this is going to work, or it's not. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like a lot of the questions that we've had, if you're paying attention, they're all getting answered. So even though right now it, it doesn't look like this is going to be a fun season, sometimes, man, these things are necessary to get things to where they need to be. And there's some stuff that's probably going to continue to come into light, and some things will make more sense to people. And that's kind of all I want to say about that. Mm. But 
Uh, you can follow me at DMICHAUD28. It's DMICHAUD28. And yeah, man, just, uh, just get at me. And I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, Dustin, man. A hell of an episode. I enjoyed it, man. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Oh, yes, sir, man. War Eagle. Let's turn this around, boys. Let's turn this around. All right, Dustin. War Eagle, brother. Yes, sir, man. All right, man. Wow, everybody. That was Dustin Smith coming on. Uh, once again, man, always enjoy having Dustin. Uh, great to talk Auburn football. Look, let's get a dub Saturday. Let's get a dub. Let's turn this thing around. Let's go. Uh, let's go three and one going into LSU. Got LSU at home at night next Saturday. So uh, let's let's forget all the bullshit and let's let's turn it into some positive, uh, some positivity, and uh, let's turn this thing around, man. Let's turn it around. I don't want to go through this. I, I'm, I'm just really, it hurts, man. It hurts waiting seven months, and we're doing this four games into the season. So um, it hurts. And with that being said, I'm going to wrap this one up. I'm going to give you a war damn eagle like always, and I will catch you on the next one. I'm out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.